From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? Mm. They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it is Wednesday, April 21st, 2021, and happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. I say happy birthday every day because it's somebody's birthday all around the world. 50 states in America and 43 countries listening in to this public cable access style daily podcast. How are you doing, world? Well, it is San Francisco looks like London today. It is gray, cloudy. Temperatures are about 54 degrees Fahrenheit. But with the wind, it feels about 48 degrees The winds are still brisk, coming from the southwest at 18 miles an hour. This is a day where I wear bright colors. I wear colors that pop. You will never see me in a black coat or a black hat unless I'm doing undercover work. Never, ever. All right, everybody. Well, this is day two of Love Week. This is a demystifying platform where I demystify this totally insane, dysfunctional San Francisco. New listeners, welcome. Thank you. I exaggerate nothing about San Francisco. However, I am spending a week talking about love. I've lived here since the 1980s. I've thought long and hard about this list, and I've got it. And every restaurant on this list passes my strict criteria for good public service, good food, a good atmosphere. Everyone gets treated the same. There are no stinky, snobby attitudes. However, before I run down this list, let me tell you what happened a couple nights ago. This is how insane this dysfunction is and how the city is so dystopian. It's totally beautiful. But without safety, law, and order, San Francisco is dystopian. I was at Walgreens. It is a chain of drugstores for those who do not know that. Walgreens on Polk at California. I had praised that location because they were doing pretty well. Had a security guard. You see, new listeners, because we have a looting problem. The junkies. Yes, they're junkies. Most of the people... Most of the people on the streets of San Francisco are hardcore drug addicts. I mean, they're really far gone. With a dual diagnosis of mental illness, and the city is not prioritizing rehab nor mental health, basically allowing, it's like junkie genocide in San Francisco, under the guise of compassion. Anywho, I'm in Walgreens buying this cute little sponge that cleans the inside of glasses. I gave a little jig when I bought it because it was the last one. I love it. It's got a little tube and you put the liquid dishwasher, dish lotion in there. And then it's got like a little scrubby sponge and it cleans the insides of glasses. I nabbed the last one. I completed my sale. And all of a sudden there is a middle-aged black male. Yeah, black male. And... I am a middle-aged black woman. So I watched this middle-aged Negro 
just walk out of Walgreens with an arm full of expensive diapers. Folks, this is San Francisco. No middle-aged, junky black male is taking care of a baby. Okay, they're not taking care of babies. And by the way, I want to tell you something about junkies. Junkies start stealing in their families first. I am getting off the topic. Let me hurry up and wrap this part of the story up. Now, this Negro walks out of Walgreens with an armful of expensive diapers. He ain't got no baby. There wasn't the security guard at the door. I'm so disappointed in that. And the Asian ladies in there, the Asian clerks did nothing. There was another black male in there. And and I said, look at this. What are you doing? You know, the black guy did. He kind of shrugged and said, well, maybe he needs it. Hey, black man, black man, what I need you not to do is to keep coddling antisocial criminal behaviors. Why, why do black men do that? Why do black men not call out other black men when they're being foul? So I'm the only one like jawboning this guy. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I said, you, I said, you're ridiculous, sickening. He couldn't even look me in the eye. Nobody ran after him. The, the Asian ladies behind the counter just shrugged. Okay, I roll on that. So I'm walking down the street on Polk Street. Half a block down, going south, Polk at California. There's a Negro. He had stolen some kind of city bike, and he's strapping up his stolen goods on the bike. Ladies and gentlemen, I chewed him out from a safe distance. I'm not a martyr. I'm not a social justice warrior. I've got mental strength, but I am not a strong black woman. I chewed that Negro junkie out to filth. I didn't curse him, but I said, you are so embarrassing. You're making it worse for the rest of us black people in San Francisco. It's going to be more racial profiling just because you can't control your junkie urges. I said, why don't you go turn yourself into a hospital and get some help? He said nothing to me. Nothing. All right, that's how I roll. Now, that's what most shows are like. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Jam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. Well, I'm going to keep it Asian in the tenderloin where your show is being recorded. And I'm starting with Saigon Sandwiches. They make the uh, the best Vietnamese sandwiches, in my opinion, in San Francisco. It is on Larkin at Eddie, Saigon Sandwiches. Highly recommend. You can walk out of there with a sandwich and a drink for under $10. That's unheard of in San Francisco. Saigon Sandwiches, number one. Number two, Turtle Tower. Up the street on the 600 block of Larkin. Saigon Sandwiches is the 500 block. And the neighborhood I'm describing is called Little Saigon, which is Little Saigon, Vietnam. Turtle Tower is my favorite Vietnamese restaurant of all time. I love their pho. They don't serve it with the bean sprouts. It's served differently. I love Turtle Tower on Lark, and I love the people. And I have to keep it real as a biologically born genetic black woman. Sometimes there's a little tension if you go into Asian restaurants that may have been demonized by black knuckleheads. What? I keep it real here, people. They do not discriminate against anybody at Turtle Tower. I know them personally. They coddled me when my husband died, the late great Richard LaFrac. It was it was my cheers. I'd go into there and I I had my my grieving was hard. Richard and I were really close and I would dress really weird. I was trying to get away from black clothes, like grieving. I, I guess I looked like a clown at times. I'm gonna admit it. My grief was off the hook. They coddled me, they let me sit in special uh seats, they just treated me very tenderly. So, number two, favorite restaurant 
of all time in San Francisco for me is Turtle Tower Vietnamese Restaurant. Tell them Dee Dee sent you and no, they do not know I am doing this. Number one, Saigon Sandwiches. Number two, Turtle Tower. And all of these are in the description list. Number three, Deli Board. Deli Board makes these beautiful, delicious, luxurious sandwiches. They are luxury sandwiches. This is a San Francisco product at a San Francisco price and worth every darn penny. The guy running it, um, he's a he's a very interesting character, Adam Mesnick. He runs a a social media page on Twitter called Better Soma, S O M A south of market area he is a neighborhood man he's a mensch he feeds the homeless deli board is his baby to me those are the best sandwiches in san francisco no offense ikes the sandwiches are delectable everything you eat there is top-notch ingredients adam doesn't know i'm saying this right now i highly recommend deli board on Folsom. you will not regret it and it's worth every penny all right, Saigon Sandwiches, Turtle Tower, Deli Board, and then next. San Francisco Damn Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary. Tommy's Joint. Tommy's Joint is a Hoff Brow, sort of cafeteria-style serving, carving board, these wonderful, grizzly, Hispanic dudes behind the counter, so sweet. It is on Geary at O'Farrell. It's like a smorgasbord before COVID, and it is still open now. They've got a bar, super cheap drinks. It's old school. When you go into Tommy's Joint, it is historical San Francisco. This is old school. You feel the history of San Francisco when you go into Tommy's Joint. Everyone's welcome, all ages. They have two floors. Like I said, the drinks are super cheap. You can get a glass of wine in Tommy's Joint for $5. Where else can you do that in San Francisco? You get a good plate of meat and potatoes sandwiches, pastas. It is the best and it's budget friendly. I've met friends there. I've met tourists from all over the world that I'm still friendly with because I would be going in there by myself. I love it. Tommy's Joint. That's number four. So Saigon Sandwiches, Turtle Tower, Deli Board, and Tommy's Joint on Gary. And again, all of these names are in the description box okay after that number five is john's grill john's grill is a legendary restaurant near cable car turnaround in downtown san francisco it's on ellis at powell this is a legendary place do you guys know the book and the movie maltese falcon dashiell hammett he is the archetype of the detective novel he wrote this great book, Maltese Falcon. Humphrey Bogart was in a movie. That movie, I suggest you guys watch it again. It is. It could have been made yesterday. It's all about San Francisco. Anyway, this writer, Dashiell Hammett, used to go into John's Grill and eat. It's another two-story restaurant, white tablecloth. Listen, people. Everybody I know that I'm close to, we have eaten at John's Grill when Richard passed away, I'd go there solo with tears running down my cheeks, eating at the bar. I'm getting coddled. 
I brought my sister who served our country there. They treated her well. All of my friends and I have eaten there. I cannot recommend John's Grill enough. It's sort of old school, old school California cuisine with chops, salads, martinis. Like I said, white tablecloth, old school. You feel the San Francisco history at John's Grill. All right. After John's Grill, number six is Brenda's French Soul Food on Polk. Now, that is in the Tenderloin. This is delectable food. It's been around since 2007. Interestingly enough, kind of sad story. I know when Brenda's open because my favorite sister, her name is Brenda. That is the year she died. I know I'm still calling her my favorite sister, and she's been dead 14 years. Well, that's how it goes sometimes, people. Brenda's French soul food is delectable. Oh, my goodness. If you like Nolan's food with a spin, with a twist, every time I go and pick up their food, there's some black person getting the fried chicken, and I'm not being stereotypical. The fried chicken is delectable. They make beignets, uh, po'boys, things with shrimp. You cannot go wrong eating at Brenda's French soul food on Polk. Absolutely top-notch. Just wonderful. Wonderful. All right, then the next restaurant on the list. We're allergic to free-range, hyper-allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. It is on 24th Admission. Did I pronounce that right? El Farito? Yeah. They make delectable, big, gigantic burritos. Their burritos are off the hook. 24th Admission Everybody goes there. If you've lived in San Francisco for over two years, you have been there. It is the place to be like a long, big hole in the wall. They make the best, most delectable burritos and Mexican food you ever want to get after you've been drinking beer all night. They're open till 2.45 in the morning. It is the place to be. Oh, my goodness. El Farito, 24th admission. It's a must visit. Must. And then... Next on the list is another legendary restaurant, Sam Woe. Sam Woe is 100 years old. It used to be on Washington Street, and then they closed for a few years, and now they're open up, and they are on Clay Street. They were famous for having a, a very, like, um, this waiter would kvetch. He had a routine where he'd say, you're not going to eat that. No soda, tea. He would yell at you, tell you what to Order and that was his shtick. That was his routine. Etzel Ford Fong. He is deceased. Sam Wall was one of the restaurants where when I first came to San Francisco in the 1980s, I would go there with the girls I worked in the uh, beauty industry in because I was a model and a makeup artist. And then at the same time, I was a bicycle messenger. Right, right. And then me and my little bicycle messenger friends would go in there, my bicycle messenger boyfriend. We, And then when I made a bicycle messenger band, we all would go in there. It was a funky spot. Everybody went in there like this uh, two-story hole in the wall with this old-fashioned uh, elevator for the food. And that was real San Francisco, and it's still open on clay. Highly recommend. The prices are reasonable, and it is old-school Chinese San Francisco. Yes. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. And I will repeat them and everything again is in the description box. Soto Mare in North Beach. 
wonderful, delectable Italian seafood. This food is super fresh. Another old school establishment on Green Street. If you want fresh Italian seafood made by the real deal, Soto Mare is the place to go. Now, let me reiterate the list. Saigon sandwiches, delectable budget Vietnamese sandwiches. You cannot go wrong. You can get a lunch for under $10, which is unheard of in San Francisco. Number two, Turtle Tower, Vietnamese uh, Vietnamese food in the Tenderloin. I love their pho. I love it's a family-run run restaurant. Sweetest people ever. Then there's Deli Board, run by the Minch Showman, Adam Misnick making luxury sandwiches, salads, sides. It's You must visit and you must meet Adam when you go. He's the guy to meet. San Francisco needs more restaurant owners like him. And then there is Tommy's Joint, cafeteria-style Hofbrau, old school, reasonably priced, must visit. And, of course, my babies at John's Grill. Gotta love them, and I do. And that is Ellis at Powell. And then the wonderful, mouth-watering French soul food at Brenda's French Soul Food. My favorite, I'm going to keep it real, is the fried chicken. And I'm a, I make great fried chicken my own darn self. Their fried chicken is off the hook. Hipster Mexican joint, old school Mexican joint. Everybody's going to this Mexican joint. El Farolito on 24th at Mission. 100-year-old restaurant, family-run, Sam Wo in Chinatown on Clay Street. And my favorite neighborhood, North Beach Soto Mare. My favorite restaurants in San Francisco. And remember, this is colored from my perspective as a sexist womanist bohemian living here so long. I've eaten at hundreds of restaurants. What are you having for dinner? What did you have for dinner? I'd like to know. So, everybody, I'll be back tomorrow with another list of what I love because it's the love week. I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist, bohemian Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.